bulletproof football. Hello and welcome back to the truth with foolproof football podcast. Where, um, what do you say, Dennis? It's not always true, but it's, it's no, you tune in for the truth. But can we guarantee it's always the truth? Well, we're speaking our truth. Well, yes. you see, yeah, there there is a legal loophole, um, where if if we truly believe it's true, it you're allowed you're allowed to say it. Okay, it's like those kind of round earth conspiracy theorists and all that. If they believe it, and they're it's allowed true. to say it. Yeah. And those guys, guys who like congregate every Sunday and go to church. You know? <laughs> well, I didn't want to go there. I thought I'd, I'd poke fun at the earth conspiracy theories uh, more so than uh, yeah, let's move on. Um, well, like the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> the, other thing, the other thing. They're always tuning in, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Guys, let's not get cancelled, alright? They're uh, 60% of our fan base. They are, yeah. Spotify actually has that down in the demographic, but Look, not only worshipping things, you worship football at the weekend. Um, and we're back to run through the divisional round of the NFL season. There's myself, Adam. We've got TJ and Dennis. Unfortunately, Kevin isn't with us right now. And again, that sounds bad when I say it like that. He He's not here. He's still alive. He's just oh, not here. Uh, don't be too disappointed, Dennis. Uh, but we'll yeah. touch on where he is. Yeah, um, he, he's here in spirit, so. and that spirit is an injury corner. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> a spoiler right there, but yeah. Um, that is our breaking news. That I, I suppose we had a break from injury corner um, last week because we were saying we're in the playoffs. If it's not related to the team that's going forward, let them have a bit of time to themselves to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, but last weekend, something happened, and I don't know if Dennis was involved. And it might have just been for his jingle, but injury corners back, guys, for divisional round recap. My leg! Way, Dennis. Uh, yeah, poor old Patsy Mahomes. Um, he suffering a high ankle sprain, and what was previously known as the elbow of the leg. Um, <laughs> or was it the other way around? It, the it doesn't arm. matter. You know, I think it went that way. I think it was because I think Kevin said, is the knee not the elbow of the leg and the ankle more of a wrist? <laughs> Look, either way, either way, it's all the same thing. It's one big ankle. Nah, uh, fuck it. I can't, I can't, I'm lost already. <laughs> this is what this is one of the your truth kind of things, is it? Yeah, yeah this is my truth. It's uh, whatever it is. It's his ankle today and um, could be his elbow tomorrow. But. Yeah, uh, dropped off in the first quarter uh, to resurrect three days later, three quarters, third quarter, um, and come back and win the game. So, yeah, I didn't have a hand in it. Uh, I did have some cement in it, but that was it. an elbow in it? Uh, No, no elbows today. Only knees and ankles. What's the thing is, look, we saw Mahomes came back. He was hopping on one leg to make plays. One of the most stupid thing is when they sent him back out there just to hand it off for a run, and he had to hop on one leg to hand it off. Um, <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't have been out back like Fairfax son, but no. But will like, will he be? What's the story this weekend coming? Um, I haven't seen much other than that they're keeping a close eye on it. Um, unless I'd say they're be... keeping that close to their chest. I think yeah, we'll like... play, but. More than likely, like if 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 he came back in the third quarter, I'd say he's 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 able to recover this week easily. Like he's come back from worse things, um, so look, they've got anything is possible in the backup position. Um, but it is it does add a bit of a dimension. But look, we'll talk about the Chiefs in a bit. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll keep an eye on Patrick Mahomes. I think everyone's going to be looking at that going forward. Yeah. The the biggest injury of the week, though, well, this is actually the second biggest injury of the week, um, is poor old Kevin. Boo! Uh, <laughs> Why are Kevin. you booing him still? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But um, yeah, Kevin, Kevin, while doing some heavy construction, 
um, uh, let a cinder block fall, <laughs> on, fall on him. <laughs> um, and broke his spine in six places. <laughs> Was he perhaps working on some secretive cement project at the Super Bowl Stadium in LA? Uh, that's undisclosed information, <laughs> but um, there was police involved, and I wasn't able to enter the hospital to speak to them because they want to speak to me as well. Um, but Kevin, if you're listening, um, heal up, buddy. And I imagine he's covered through Food Crew Football Podcast uh, medical insurance that you've put into our contracts. Uh, no, our insurance is, uh, I, I did it backwards, where we have insurance to be a medical practitioner, but not receive medical care. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, look, that still works. TJ is insurance to fix whatever's gone wrong with Kev. Hmm. And I trust I? no one more than the man who boozed. <laughs> I don't trust me. <laughs> look, hopefully, Kev, you get, you, get, you get right back here next week. Did you get it? No, nope. bit of a bit of a back pun because he's got the spine issue. Oh yes, yeah. yeah there that. we go, guys. Slick. Yeah. Uh, anything but, else for your injury corner, Dennis? Um, oh, you have one more, didn't you? I yeah, I said I said my heart, but uh, the more I actually look into it, again, it's not official. Maybe it'll be official next week. But Brady retiring, it's going to hurt my heart a little bit. Well, Brady, I think that's debatable. He doesn't know. Yeah, he, he couldn't even make his mind up and stick with it the last time, so we won't even won't even waste too he, much time with that today. And if he hears how upset it makes you, there's no way he would do it. I don't know. Well, I, I started off my um my friendship with Brady by hassling him on Twitter and throwing abuse at him, and I never got a response. So he's, he's, <laughs> start, he's certainly <laughs> not going to respond now. Did it slowly built into admiration. Yeah, yeah. good. Uh, anything else, Dennis, injury-wise, or will we kick it off? I know, fire away. Fire away! I will say before we jump into it, we'll, we, I have Kev's predictions here uh, for last week. I've got his predictions for the upcoming week as well. And, you know, Kev, out of all the predictions I have to come true, I would hope the one is that you'll be, you'll be here with us next week all better. That's my biggest prediction for the week, you know. Boo! All right, uh, let's jump into the first game. We we'll do it in the order that came out: the Chiefs and the Jacks. This is, of course, we mentioned Mahomes got injured. Jags only lost by seven. Mahomes yeah. was sh- a bit shook. But the Jags looks good. Let's be honest here. Yeah, I think the Jags... I think going into the game, we kind of agreed that, especially on the offense, the Jags actually do look good. Um, um, that they were definitely the underdogs. But going into the game, like they definitely weren't going to be out of it. Um, just the Chiefs, obviously, with Mahomes and just the team around them probably would have a bit much bit more and they did um even with Mahomes going down they were consistent across the board and led to the win don't get me wrong the Jaguars still had their chances um and I think it's promising for a young Jaguars team especially if you the young guys like Trevor Lawrence and ETN and stuff like that um to build for something next year that uh, this is a great learning experience. Um, and, uh, and it was in Arrowhead too, which is difficult to go to. Difficult to go to. But at the same time, I know the Jags had their chances and stuff like that, and they could have pulled something out. Uh, you always felt that no matter what was going to happen, that the Chiefs were always going to win. In that kind of respect, if the Jags did, say, pull off a draw towards the end, that the Chiefs might go and pull the victory anyways, you know? I'm not overly certain. And that is the romantic in me. But it was one of those things where in the second half, Mahomes was struggling. No doubt mm-hmm. about that. He's injured. The Jags had that drive where they moved the ball. I think at this point they were down by 10. They moved the ball really well got into maybe within 10 yards 
of a touchdown. And then Agnew fumbled it. And I thought that was huge. Fumbled the ball mm-hmm. in the red zone with maybe five to six minutes to go. If you get a score there, they got that touchdown there. And it was like, it was a third down, let's just try it. It, it was, the, I think at the start, I think it might have been their first or second. They just tossed it in, fumbled it. If they had got a touchdown there, down by three, a Chiefs offense that was struggling, five minutes or so to go, I think they would have definitely had a chance to tie that up with a field goal. Um, and I know I already voiced my opinion in the group chat. I was livid when that fumble happened. Livid. <laughs> I could see the Disney movie rights right there. I was I was penning my paper on it, and then it got ruined by that fumble. Yeah, they could like they could have took advantage of Mahomes going down, and it kind of would rattle the team a little bit. Obviously, him come back injured, um. But do you really see them going any further than the Chiefs? Nah. I suppose if they bet the Chiefs, they had every chance in the world. Just but. in that game, just with Mahomes struggling, um, yeah. I could have seen it happening. Now, they got yeah. one field goal, couldn't get anything going after. That's fine. They they lost time. The Chiefs couldn't waste time. Put it, yeah. put it this way. They couldn't even injure Mahomes properly. Like... <laughs> like they couldn't get rid of him the whole time, and they then they still didn't beat them. So definitely didn't deserve <laughs> to go much further. <laughs> Your basis is they were, um, I suppose. How would you say it? Comprehensive with yeah. their injuries. They didn't follow through. <laughs> um, it's funny that... enough, actually. You'd forget that the Jaguars get Calvin Ridley next year. Uh, let's see how that mm. that goes. I suppose he's got that band. It might be very good. Might be good. Um, I have to give Mahomes credit. He got a nice touchdown with the old wobbly leg, as Dennis would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone who needs all the credit in the world, and I look at, no, I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes. He played great considering the circumstance. Travis Kelsey, it was actually annoying me how easy it was for him <laughs> it just annoyed me. Like I normally, I appreciate it. Maybe it's because I was all in. Like the Jags are gonna do it. This is gonna be great. Um, but he had was it fourteen receptions, fourteen catches, a playoff record, I think, for a tight end, two touchdowns. Only two other players in the Kansas City team recorded more than one catch. Juju got two catches. Tony got five. And Kelsey got 14. Literally, the game plan was pass to Kelsey and they couldn't <laughs> yeah. stop it. And it was driving yeah, he's me a pure like, fucking, <sighs> He's a pure fucking cheat code. Um, he, Travis Kelsey is class. You should have thought of half time, though, that, like, look, let's just triple team Kelsey and let them risk throwing it to anybody else. Um, and you know going into the next game, that's what people are going to do. Because they know that Kelsey is the man and they're going to have to try and go somewhere else. Um, I thought the young lad had a good game too. Um, Pacheco, is it? Henny. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah, Pacheco did good as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, was, he was very, um, I suppose he was getting yards every time he got the ball, sort of thing. Yeah, I thought he... He t- he had to take a lot of work after um after Mahomes kind of got injured, which mm. really isn't the Chiefs' strongest suit, the running game. But uh, uh, I thought he played awful well too. Yeah, and like look at the other side, Etienne looked good. Lawrence didn't do much wrong, to be fair to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will be looked back <clears throat> as a missed chance for Jags. Now the big question is. Do what happens next year? Do they come out as a playoff contender team and get there back to back, or do they slip back into? Yeah, that's always that's always the worry. Um, I still think if they can keep the bulk of that squad together, which they will, because a lot of them are rookies or not rookies but young players. But uh, if they can keep a large majority of the team together, I still think they'll be good. Um, uh, maybe a bit a bit more on defense and you could get somebody in um another running back or something like that to help out ETN mm. uh, as a dual threat of some sort but uh 
no, it, everything's looking better for the Jags, I should say. Yeah, no, true. Um, I suppose one thing we should mention before we move on for the Chiefs. Well, actually, maybe two things. One thing, Chad Henney. Anything is possible. Um, didn't look bad when he came on. He had that one drive, got a touchdown. Back on the bench. Yeah, he's happy out. Though. But that was huge. Like if you think they won by a touchdown, um, mm-hmm. they struggled after. If he hadn't got that touchdown, would have been what tie game at halftime. Yeah, like, you wouldn't know though. Changing. You wouldn't know how the game would have went. You wouldn't um, know, but it was a it was a big moment for him when Mahomes injured to come yeah. out and do that was huge for him. They got the crowd yeah. going too. Uh, anything else, lads, on this game? No. Uh, it makes the next game for the Chiefs very very interesting now. How Mahomes is going to perform and what the game plan is going to be. The like the Jags nearly opened them up in a way that. Leaves him wide open in the next game. So Mahomes is injured. They seem to always be thrown to Kelsey. And they're relying a little bit more on the rushing game than normal. So it's uh, it's kind of making... It, like The Jags made it so hard for them that they had to open up the playbook in a way. Yeah, oh, fair. Dennis, anything for yourself before we move on? Uh, nope. Just straighten out your ankles, Mahomes, really, that's all. Tough it up. I will say, now maybe this is me spoiling it before we go into our, our results of our predictions, but um, if you didn't watch last weekend, this is probably the, the most exciting game nearly there, to be honest, which does not say a lot about the weekend. Who would have thought the Jags Chiefs would be like the one that goes down to the wire, if that makes sense? Um, you... Oh, well, I had the Jags winning it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's go predictions. I had the Jags winning it. Dennis, you also had the Jags. Kevin and TJ had the Chiefs. We were dreamers, artists, you know, spiritual thinkers, um, s- something that sounds good. Um, the other guys were stats, man, you know, stat men. Mm, yeah, because now I'm thinking um, I should have stuck with the Chiefs. I have no idea why I picked the Jags last week. Because <laughs> you like a dream, Dennis. You like a, a nice story, and it didn't happen. Oh, no, it's because they won me the vote the week before. That's it. The only reason. Yeah, that's it. But no, fair play to yourself, TJ and Kevin, listening from whatever discreet hospital bed you're on. Um, that is one and zero for your record at the moment. We'll go over the overalls by the end of it. But um, let's keep going with, in I suppose, the schedule. Next up. Bit of a tense neighbor rivalry between Philadelphia and New York Giants. Mm. Who wants this? To take this? <laughs> oh man, this uh, this one annoyed the fuck out of me too. Because I thought bleep that out, Dennis. Bleep. <laughs> I like being a divisional rival, yeah. um, and like the Giants coming off such a good win, you just thought. That like and the Eagles obviously having the bye and then Jalen Hurst being injured as his first game back, um, you taught the Giants or make, uh, make a good run at it, um, but they came out and just got absolutely sucker punched in the mouth, and could not find a way back into the game, and that was basically it. Uh, they conceded 14 points in the first quarter, like almost straight away, and then 14 points in the second quarter. Didn't score in the first half whatsoever. Um, one scored I, one score in the entire game. Yeah, I didn't think Daniel Jones played too well, but then again, nobody played well on the team um, um, to help him. Um, Eagles had him completely figured out, had the offense completely figured out. Just worrying in a way for the Giants, but it's just kind of disappointing as a neutral fan, you know. Um, the thing was, Hurts came in, hurt. Exactly. The Hurts. Uh, that's in. it. He he, <laughs> he he hadn't played in a bit. Um, I I would say he's not fully recovered, but he didn't look too bad. Um, but and they also didn't ran... have to stress him too much because it was such no. a one-sided game. Like second half, they didn't throw yeah. the ball barely. Barely, like 
you d- he didn't need to force himself to do crazy rushes or anything. You had two guys who were spoofers for me in fantasy football, Gainwell and Boston Scott, scoring touchdowns, driving me nuts. I remember yeah. a year ago I had the two of them. And what did it get me? Nothing. Giants basically gave Eagles a second fucking bye week. And it's it's annoying in a way because um, it's tough for any team to play that play someone like that after that. Um, mm-hmm. But all props to the Eagles. They came out with a game plan and they didn't let the bye affect them whatsoever. They knew what they were at. Obviously, they see the Giants a lot. Um, um and they they would have definitely have been able to prepare a bit more on them, but come on, like, um, yeah, it was they, they had their number completely, and it was just like you know, it's a last bit surprising week, since yeah. you play them twice a year. You have all the film, you play them, you know what they're at. It's different when it gets to playoff. Mm-hmm. I get, I yeah, I do get that. I do get that, and like obviously you have player like well, now, well, they didn't have that many injuries or anything, so. It's no excuse. But it's one of those things like when the Jags were down last weekend against the Chargers. Mm. At half time, you were like, maybe they come back because a lot of it was them making individual errors, gifting the other team scores. This game yeah. was just, it wasn't even a case of the Giants, I suppose, turning over the ball loads of times. They just didn't look good. Just, you didn't have a feeling that if they fix something, they'll come back into it. Just there was never yeah. a moment where it felt like they were getting back into that game. So well, yeah, and then uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say to give it to the Eagles as well that they um or give Giants a bit of lax. Um, the Eagles did have a week off to recover. So true. Mm-hmm. You've been talking to Sean too much. What what uh, what? Uh, I, Sean's a giant. It doesn't always help, though. Oh, I'm definitely not guys, a giant. Guys fan. complain about being, yeah. Guys complain about being rusty and stuff after a week off. I know it does help for the injured guys to come back and rest in your team that you won't have the injuries the week before. But um, it's not always that beneficial. Um, yeah, look, there's two games in a row. Home advantage worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I suppose going forward, Eagles look in a good spot. They've got, let's be honest, Jalen Hurts probably going to get MVP this year. Couldn't be in a better spot. Great spot. Giants, it's not the end of the world. Um, one game doesn't, I suppose, define your season, as despite what everyone says online. Um, there's still hope mm-hmm. with Daniel Jones. I saw some people getting tricked where they did, you know those things they do online where they'll read out a player's stats and say player A has these stats, player B has these stats, who would you rather? Mm-hmm. And people are like, player A. Player A was Daniel Jones, player B was Dak Prescott, who we'll get into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... It's kind of like the... Um, That's regular oh, season stats, I should mention, not just like this week. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, If you... Just a, one point on Daniel Jones... Mm-hmm. He's definitely improving year on year on yep. year. Um, we talk. We, I think we talk about him every week. Um, he's definitely points. improving. He had a bad game, but he was against a good team. He's still so young. Uh, a lot of guys in this situation like to jump ship. It's his first playoff run. Give him a chance. I'd say, well, he'll definitely be there next year. But um, I don't know if he keeps his consistency and if he gets to the playoffs next year, I don't think he's a bust by any means. You know, um, I think he should stick it out. Uh, he's a lot to learn, but I think he might be able to do it. We'll see. And also, I suppose you're saying about sticking it out. We're getting conflicting reports about, I suppose, Barkley. What about Barkley? Yeah. There's question marks. Barkley, Barkley, yeah, question I still think he's good. Uh, oh, no, no, no. He, like, I, sorry, I don't mean quality-wise. I mean whether he'll be a Giants player next year. He's going into contract year, isn't he? Yeah, uh, there's some rumours. I think he was saying he can't see that as his last game as a Giant. But then there was other stuff coming out today about um, him potentially testing the market. So it, it's a story that hopefully the Giants can retain him, but... They're going to fucking tag him straight away. There's no way they're going to let him in the open market. We'll have to see. And a running back, 
tag is so cheap compared to other positions as well. Mm-hmm. Have to see. No, that's that's them. All right. Uh, well, look, we'll see what comes out of that next. What was our predictions on that? Our predictions. <laughs> um, I had the Giants to win that. <laughs> More fool me, more fool me. I got I got swept up into Eli Manning's promo videos. Believed in a dream. Um, Kevin had the Eagles. Dennis knew he already had the okay. Eagles, and that's why he asked for this. <laughs> TJ, you went for the Giants, which was, was a bit of a surprise. That's why I've been trashing the man. <laughs> you're, you're normally... Uh, Oh, I just seen them last week, and I just said, you know what? There's always an upset game. There's always an upset game, but there wasn't a fucking upset game. Yeah, uh, <sighs> look, you're normally a man of reason. You were upset. Statistics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's under the <laughs> weather. And yeah. so we're back. <laughs> um, so just to recap where we're at after two games, I am zero and two. Uh, like the Browns of old, Kevin is two and zero. Two and zero. Um, Dennis, no, you're one and one. <laughs> uh, TJ is one and one. <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> there's only been two games. <laughs> you know, you're bad at math, or you're just trying to pull off the heist of a lifetime. <laughs> Fake until you make it. Let's move on to the next game. This one, ah, look. We're going to have to cut me off at some point. I don't want to rant too much. Buffalo Bills <laughs> against the Bengals. Surprisingly, this one broke my heart too. I... I'm going to... All I'm going to say... All I'm going to say... I'm going to get... No, you, you, can, you can take the game. You can take the game. You because have... this is from like right. a, a you fan have, perspective. You have 10 minutes, Adam. Go. <laughs> okay, summary. Um, the Bengals were 100% better on all sides of the ball and in every aspect to an extent that I couldn't believe what I was watching. I think they were better on offense, offensive line, even though they were missing three starters. Their defense was better. Their special teams were better. Everything was better. It's been a while since I've seen the Bills so comprehensively bet, if that makes sense. Sometimes a team will beat you, and you're like, oh, well, their offense outperformed ours, or their defense outperformed ours. There was not one redeeming part of that Bills performance that I could say at least they were better than the Bengals in that aspect, which is a bit worrying. I think um, they looked frustrated going into it. And we talked about it last few weeks about the Bills' defense being an issue. But the Bengals had their number on offense completely as well. And I don't understand it, to be honest. How with the Bengals missing three offensive line linemen? How did Burrow only get sacked once? It it was a ridiculous performance, I thought. Yeah, I agree. In a way, very much like the last game we talked about, the Bengals came out out and so well. I suppose it didn't really sucker punch them, and I'll, I'll explain why. Um, I thought that the Bengals were so methodical and consistent with their play, both offensively and defensively, they really knew what they were doing. Once they got the ball, they went up, scored a touchdown, gave it back to the Bills, did nothing with it, got the ball back, touchdown, gave it back to the Bills, who I'm pretty sure they did nothing with it, got the ball back, got three points, gave the ball gave the ball to Bills, and then it conceded a touchdown. Or did they have one more punt and then or something? I just thought they were so consistent at the start of the game, which your first half set of plays are completely scripted going in. You know, you would know off by heart what you're going to be playing, and, and no matter what look the defense is going to have, and the Bills have that too, and on that side of the game, they look so much more prepared. Maybe they, maybe they obviously knew that they were going to play the Bills, but they just had their number. Yes, we did talk about the Bills having uh, issues. They had a wobbly game the week before, and it really came to light on this one. They struggled against the Dolphins, offensively and defensively. Maybe we should have took that as a major red flag. Um, And I think the, the Bengals just 
went and executed their game. Uh, they did it. They did what they needed to do, and the Bills didn't. That was it. So I don't think they were. They won the coaching battle completely. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because nobody was like magnificent. Let's just say. Well, Jamar Chase is class, regardless. But um, at the same time, the 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 Bills have fucking uh, Stefan Diggs. So it's not really an excuse. Yeah, I think for as a Bills fan, one thing that's for certain is need to get a run game going. That was the sort of yeah. weather, used to the snowy weather, but when Josh Allen is leading your Russian offense with 26 yards, and you look at Joe Mixon on the other side of the ball, over 100 steamrolling through a weak enough Bills rush defense. It's so frustrating. Like, you know, they were even saying, like, this is running weather. Like, this weather, it's snowing like crazy. Mm-hmm. Get some yards on the ground. And look, didn't didn't happen for the Bills whatsoever. But realistically, going into that game, the Bengals threw, like, for the first fucking touchdown, like, nonstop. Oh, they did, but they can at least mix between the two. Like, the weather was getting yeah, worse yeah. as the game goes on. But, like, Joe Mixon ran it. 20 times. Yeah, he's class. Um, Joe Mixon is starting to make the difference. If he stays healthy, who knows what this Bengals can do. Um, he's a fantastic running back and a perfect complement to uh, what is a largely throwing offense. Yeah, and then look as well, there was bits where it looked like some of the Bills players were getting frustrated towards the end of the year. Um, things just weren't going as smoothly as I suppose they wanted and I think that was then summed up with Diggs's reaction where he saw him at the sideline with the arms out kind of giving out I think to Allen yeah. just wide receivers they're just so dramatic man I actually hate it it's like they're best friends with the QB and then once they have a bad game which is his fault as well as fucking Josh Allen's uh, yeah. Then he complains. He just complains about everybody. It's not his fault. It's everyone's fault, bar him. I hate that man. That dramatic fucking Twitter. bullshit. You don't see the running back doing that. Uh, I didn't see the running back doing much. Singletary, no offense, <laughs> man. That's true. Um, but uh, well, look, he you was don't see any other position being so dramatic like that. I, I, sh- I should be nicer to Singletary. He was there for the passing game a bit. But Diggs did go to Twitter saying, "I suppose, look." It's passion. Why would I be happy we lost? We didn't perform well. But my big issue with it was Diggs leaves the locker room early. You're watching Josh Allen. He doesn't want to be talking to the press and it's question after question about Diggs and Allen's doing like politician style answers or diplomat where he's like, look, he's just a passionate guy and we weren't good enough and all this. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's already got enough to answer for because people were giving out about his performance, giving out about the team's performance. He doesn't need that added in. Wait till you get to the locker room and then air it out. Not yeah. on the sideline with everyone watching. I agree. One hundred and ten percent. But all wide receivers fucking do this. And it, it frustrates me so much, man. They literally think they are the best players on the fucking team. They like the be all end all. Like it's a fucking team. Air it out in the locker, you're hundred percent right. I well, hate that. At least that he didn't shit, take man. his shirt off and run out, like. That's true. And then they're putting Photoshop pictures of Josh Allen on his Twitter or anything. So look, take what you can get. Uh, Des, did you have something you wanted to add there? Uh, nope. I might have giggled and sniggered, but that's all I had. Oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, look, we should talk about the Bengals. Um, yeah, look, the I Bengals think... look great. <laughs> they look glass, man. Uh, I know we're going to talk about it later, but fuck me. They, uh, I think they could be back in the Super Bowl. How did that offensive line of three... I know I mentioned already, but they was missing three starters. You wouldn't have guessed that, would you? Uh, Joe Burrow has improved his fucking timing of how quickly he throws out the ball, which is one of his... It's why he got sacked a lot last year, too. Uh, I know the offensive line was shit, and people are talking about it, but he actually held the ball like a second or two longer than most QBs, even though he was incredibly accurate and he's still good. Um, he's definitely improved how quick he throws the ball now. Now, he's doing a lot of checkdowns quickly, but if you get the ball out, you don't get sacked, and you get the ball moving. 
and he's incredibly accurate and his decision making is nearly flawless. So um he I, I that offense is fucking class. And Jamar Chase, I tell you what, like he's an absolute stud. But they have so many other guys off the ball. Like you've T Higgins and Tyler Boyd, which yeah. like I think it could be the best three wide receivers in the league, like as a group, if you know what I mean. Like realistically, they are. Like you can take any tree, and it could be an argument, but consistently they're so good. Even Joe Mixon as well, which is a perfect complement to it all, um, and and the defense playing better. Like yeah. they really could, they could win it this year. Like it's after that game for sure they could win it. Now, can I maybe on the flip side go down a bit of mm-hmm. conspiracy theory? <laughs> that the NFL is an entertainment rather than a sport. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting a few things. Number one, very convenient that the Bengals are all in white when it's snowing out there. How the hell was anyone meant to know where the Bengal players were? <laughs> Get I when I actually logged in to watch that game, right? I genuinely thought this. I was like, what fucking Egypt? decided to wear white when it's snowing. How is Joe Burrow going to see his own players? How is Josh Allen going to see the defense, TJ? That's what I'm saying here. I actually never (laughs) thought of the reverse side. I genuinely didn't. I was like, Joe Burrow is not going to be able to throw to his own players. But I was like, you (laughs) know what? It actually probably would be harder for the defense. If anything, Joe Burrow just tosses it into where there's no blue. And he doesn't know if there's anyone there, but maybe there's... Something. Yeah, and they've got scripted plays yeah. as well. He just knows if I get this ball here in this amount of time, someone will catch That's it. That's it. But when you're when you're a QB, yeah. you don't know who's coming at you from what angle. Like, uh, yeah. that's, why, that's why Josh Allen missed some of those sacks. He's like, or some of those pressures. He's like, I couldn't see him coming. Uh, my second, I suppose, leg of... Uh, this uh, two-legged stool of a conspiracy <laughs> is funny enough that if the Bills had won this game, the championship game would have had to be in Atlanta. Mm. Chiefs fans who have tickets for the game in Kansas would have been snookered. But no, it doesn't come to that. Do you know why? Because the NFL were uh, threatened by the Kansas City Chiefs that if they lost that game in the championship, there would be legal repercussions, potentially. <laughs> um, and they put in a snow machine, they gave the Bengals white jerseys, and they screwed the Bills' chance. <laughs> You're but clutching a throw there, man. Potentially. You're clutching a Twitter user RyanSecrest62 uh, <laughs> was tweeting about this. Um, that's what I think happened. I don't know. I, I, you got a point because that's how I get all my information. It's <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Seacrest fake accounts. Um, I suppose before we move on, look, Bengals look brilliant. Gotta give credit for the best thing of the game or best moment, which was Joe Burrow. As cool as you'd like in the interview as he is on the pitch. Did you see when they interviewed him after they won the game? Nope. And they the refunds. Yeah, he said, better get those refunds because uh, people were selling tickets to the Bills-Chiefs game in Atlanta. Uh, Now they have to refund those tickets. Now I should add that I think the Bengals were selling tickets for their game with the Jags anyway, but it was a cool (coughs) response. It was a nice response. Um, Right, prediction times because this one's killing me too. Oh, this is where I win, isn't it? Um, I, went, I went with the Bills. I said I was a bit worried about it, but look, I have to stick with my Bills. Kev went with the Bills. TJ went with the Bills. Dennis went with the Bills, then realized we all went with the Bills and said, I need to beat everyone. I'm switching this one to the Bengals. And it worked <laughs> for you. Here it is. Eating wins. <laughs> what was that? Me licking my fingers. <laughs> Badly. Okay. So that leaves <laughs> badly. That leaves yourself, Dennis, on two correct, one wrong, and that leaves TJ with one and two, one correct, two wrong. 
Uh, that leaves me on zero and three so far to start the day. <laughs> and Kevin is looking at a two and one. Uh, Thank God we're an entertainment show rather than a uh, prediction show or a no, bet tipper. I to keep fair, giving predictions. <laughs> well, no, TJ and Kev overall have better predictions, but me and Dennis are good for the dreamers. You're good for mm-hmm. the gamblers. Um, let's move on to, I suppose, the last game of the divisional round, which was them boys <laughs> against Brock Purdy's 49ers. <sighs> Fuck me, man. This is a shit show from the beginning. And it wasn't because of the football. It's because of everything around it, man. The Like, going into it, there was the fucking Brett Maher controversy. There was that controversy. <laughs> there was Jerry Jones going on the field giving fucking uh, tips and, and getting people hyped, which was ridiculous. Cowboys fans fucking baiting each other in the... Fa- uh, in the in, in the car park. It was just... It was a shit show from the beginning. Um, and you just knew in your heart and fucking soul that the Cowboys weren't going to win it. Um, so, um, I guess the game was close. Like, did definitely... On yeah, on paper, I guess. Um, Cowboys did, didn't really seem like they were had anything going offensively. But at the same time, defensively, they kind of stunted the 49ers a little bit. Um, more so than other teams have. Um, they played a lot of... Uh, they rushed the QB a lot. Um, more than other teams had. And maybe it's a weakness to the 49ers because obviously a rookie QB, they made him react quick and... Uh, he wasn't as effective, but then again, when you have Christian Caffrey on your team and Debo Samuel, you're still going to be effective. Dallas Cowboys on the offensive side, well, I don't know. Pollard gets injured, um, Ezekiel Elliott just hasn't been the same, and then Dak Prescott is just gives away the ball like... You just seen even from the the first the first fucking interception, man. Who was he throwing it to? Like, obviously he predicted the route route wrong, or the wide receiver did, or both of them did. Um, but it was still a fucking shit thrown ball. Um, the decision making just wasn't there at all. Um, and I don't think I genuinely just don't think that the Cowboys have as much talent as the Cowboys think they have. Um, CD Lamb is good and all that, but outside of that, you're not, you don't have too much. Um, your running backs were bang average when they were healthy. Um, <laughs> offensively, it's just such an average fucking offense. I know I'm going ham on the board of Cowboys here, but they are. Their defense got them to where they are. They're not a bunch their of Cowboys. But- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But other than that, things aren't, weren't too bad for them. Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I agree. I think it was comical when uh, Maher missed the kick or when it was blocked. But it was just like, here we go again. You know, he's just missed another one. We're in for a treat. Um, I have to say, though, what is funny to me is Cowboys defense deserves all the credit. They controlled... I suppose the 49ers class. the best of their ability. Yeah. They gave themselves a platform. The offense didn't deliver. Um, but if you want to look at it differently, 49ers didn't get too much joy on offense. Oh, um, breaking stuff out there, you know. That was, uh, but, <laughs> Sorry. You, know, part, you didn't break anything of mine. Um, but the big difference to me was if you looked at that game, and you knew nothing about any of the teams or the players. And I asked you to pick which quarterback was a rookie who was the last pick of the draft compared to someone who's a veteran and been there before. I don't think you would have picked Dak over Brock. And he didn't have mm. a brilliant game, Brock. But he did what we keep seeing him do. No turnovers. Get, get in there, get a score, or punt it away. And Dak, on the other hand... The decision making wasn't there. I don't think. I don't know what happens. 
in postseason for Dak. I think he needs a run at some point in his career. Otherwise, that's what people will remember. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. delighted for him. But let's go for our funny stat that Brock Purdy now has the same amount of playoff wins as Dak Prescott does in their careers. Yeah. I'll, that's the damning fact, I think. The one thing I'll say about Dak Prescott, and it's glaringly obvious, is that the 49ers have a fucking better team. If Dak Prescott was with the 49ers right now, I think they would have walked that game. Yeah, but I think it's a culmination because he's had, what, seven years with Cowboys. He's had Zeke in when Zeke He's been injured dominating. quite a lot, too. He's been injured quite uh, a lot. He's had great old lines. He's had some good defenses. He's had players who've been brilliant in that spell of time. He just needs yeah. one year, really, to get multiple playoff wins to silence people, I think. Yeah, I think as a Cowboys fan, you're in a tricky fucking situation. I don't know, like, realistically, you move off... There's two scenarios. You move off Dak or you don't move off Dak. You don't move off Dak. You have to try and build around him, uh, get better pieces, maybe a better run game and stuff like that, and try again and hope Dak gets better, which he might. He's not the worst QB in the league, for sure. Um, or you move off him, and then what do you do? Who do you get? You do, if you draft a rookie, you're starting off again. If you bring someone else him. in, are they going to be any better with such an average team? I don't him. know. Cooper right? Rush, Cooper Rush, four and one. It's not that long ago. Everyone was like, "Oh, let's keep Cooper." Yeah. In wow, that's <laughs> actually joke, option fucking three. I never thought joke, of that. I, but, I, um, I think Dax Barrett and Cooper. Yeah. But we have to remember. Do you remember Cooper came in for those five games, won four, and people were like, "Do we go back to Dak?" Regular season <laughs> like, games. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think you move off Dak Prescott this year, at least. I, I think you do. I think it'd be it'd be mad to do it unless you get a king's ransom off some other team firm, which is incredibly unlikely. Oh look, um, they're staying with Dak, but I, I think the point is just he needs a year where to have a run to a championship. Yeah, it needs he needs happen. a better team. He needs he needs a better team too. <laughs> does, Not defensively, does, I, defensively probably second or third best in the league, I'd say. Um, but offensively. Outside of CD Lamb, doesn't really have help. It's one of those things, like I said, though, in my mind, yeah, they need improvements this year. But if you look at his whole career, like we're not talking about this, we're talking about nearly a decade at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, we'll see what happens with him. 49ers wasn't a thrilling game, wasn't a spectacular game, but was a solid game, which is what we It's their type of game. Um, they have a class defense, and they obviously made it hard for the Cowboys. Like, as in, it was two really good defenses against each other, and they just tried to, a war of attrition, tried to break them down. And that's what they did. I don't think they will have as tough of a defense with any of the other teams that are left in it, if you think about it. Um, which will is definitely be an advantage to them. Um, they just need to keep the offense consistent um, which I think they might be able to do tough game but like they needed to win it and um, they're still looking good like at the end of the day they have superstars on their team Debo Samuels is unbelievable Kittle's there he's class and then Christian McCaffrey the best running back in the league like say what you want about Brock Purdy and steadying the ship and stuff like that but you've got stars there on your team. And I, I'm not even talking about the defense. Same you say there's more stars on the Cowboys team, TJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there, yeah? Uh, each one of them has one on their <coughs> Nick Bosa uh, is having a fantastic year. Fred Warner is. is unbelievable as well. Um, I don't know. They're, I think they're so good. Yeah, well, look, I don't think we talked about before it's mad to think, even with Trey Lance and Jimmy G going down, that they're still so strong. But did all of us believe in them before the week started? I'm finally off the board this week. 
after I picked the 49ers, <laughs> leaving me one and three. Get in. Um, Kevin with the 49ers as well. He had a good week at a three and one. Um, TJ, you leveled it up at two and two with the 49ers. And little mister, I'm going to be different, Dennis. Uh, with the Cowboys. Um, so, unfortunately, Kevin. Or not Kevin, geez, sorry. Unfortunately, First Dennis loss of the week, Dennis, eh? Mm-hmm. I haven't lost yet. Lost <laughs> yet. You're two and two for this week, which is decent. No draws, which um, is a win in itself. <laughs> no draws, which is a win. So, let's look at the overall record. That leaves me sitting upsetly i suppose at four and six um kevin having a great uh, time of it at eight and two predictions which is some going um dennis those two helped you out there you're now three and seven and Ooh, dog. tj you're the flip side seven and three so you gotta beat kev coming up yeah, i know in one of our predictions me and kev are going to go opposite ways next week for sure so that might be well, my way to claw my way back. Let's start those predictions. So we got the Eagles and 49ers on Sunday starting us off. Then the same Sunday, we'll get the Chiefs Bengals. Let's first start off, and I'll get Kevin's predictions here. He sent them to me um, through a fax. Um, Eagles 49ers, TJ, who'd you got? <sighs> I, 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 to be honest, I'm more worrying about this than I was last week if you'd asked me but I am going to go with San Francisco I have been going them from the start of the year to at least get to the Super Bowl final um, and I'm going to stay consistent um, I still think they're class I ju- and what I'm worrying about is how good the Eagles were whether was that the Giants fault or was that the actual Eagles playing well who knows for sure, but obviously we'll find out. Um, it's going to be a close game, and I don't. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, it could be very much like this one. Um, and if it comes to defenses, I think the 49ers might tip it. Um, Fair enough, 49ers for yourself. Uh, Dennis, who'd you got? Oh, flying high with the Eagles. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Just because there's nothing that goes well with 49ers, or are you just you're sold? Uh, no, I've been sold on the Eagles for quite a while now. Um, I, I think they'll probably win the Super Bowl if they're not playing against the Chiefs. But that's a different prediction for next week. <laughs> 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 Write that one down with an asterisk, man. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'll, put that there. I'll put that there for myself. Uh, okay, that's fair enough. You know what? I'm going to go... Maybe it's the romantic in me, and maybe I've jinxed you, TJ, but <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant getting to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't you love to see it? Why pick what you think will happen when you can pick what you want to happen? See, I'm picking what I think will happen, man, and you're, you're putting the juju on me by taking what you want to happen. Um, positive manifestation, or whatever that crap is. Um, Kev went with the Eagles. Mm. surprising surprise surprise let's go on to Chiefs and Bengals who'd you got TJ um yeah it's to be honest it's hard to see it past Bengals now with the whole injury to Mahomes and stuff like that Mahomes obviously is still class and still play through the injury um I just think, and like that game against the Chiefs against with Jags is awful close. I think the Bengals will just have enough to beat them. I think this could be close. It could be close, of course. Mahomes will never give up, but I think the injury might just... Without Mahomes, I think the Chiefs are going to struggle. Okay, fair enough. Close one, though. That could be high scoring. Hopefully it will be. Well, jokes on you. Mahomes is fine, and they're gonna win. Chiefs through and through. Fair enough. Um, Kev also went with the Chiefs, which I suppose, for your sake, TJ, I don't want to 
punk fun here, Dennis. But Dennis has the worst prediction records of the playoffs this year. Um, and Kev has picked the same teams as Dennis. So I haven't got one wrong yet. <laughs> <laughs> got a thirty percent hit rate here. Um, I am going to go for the Bengals as well. This is going to make you more worried, TJ, because I say screw Arrowhead. I've got two teams who are playing on the road in big championship games. I don't care. Shit, I never knew that stat. (laughs) I I don't care about home field advantage. What I care about is a good story. The Bengals lost it last year. They'll be back this year. Called it from the start. They lose again this year. They're back next year. They lose again next year. We're going to keep going with it. Um, um, that's actually Bengals. interesting yeah. enough yeah. because your team that you picked from the start of the year is here. My team is too, and yeah, Kevin's team is as well. Who would you pick? I think Jets, I picked the Chiefs. It? Oh well, yeah. There was a there was a condition. I think either between the Chiefs or the Jets, maybe, or was it the, the Jets? Are either going to win it all or come last? Which neither happened. Yeah, neither happened. Oh, yeah. So I'm disappointed through and through. Yeah. Now they I might have flip-flopped, I think, off the... To be fair, I think I flip-flopped off the Bengals. We'll have to re-listen. Because I think after their poor start, I got... You, confused. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to double-check that. Um, let's... All right, yeah, so that's our predictions. Let's see what happens with them. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but look, we'll leave it there. We'll jump real quick into our awards. Dennis has sent me on a... Fa- or not Dennis, jeez, sorry. Kev sent me on a fact of the day. Um, or fact of the week, so we'll read that out quick as well. But we'll go straight into our awards of the divisional. Um, so look, winner, loser, trap, or what else moment? We'll go through it quite quickly. We'll start with the winner of the week. I went with Kansas City, as I alluded to in the possible match fixing and conspiracies that are going around. Kansas City now gets to host the championship game because of the Bills' results. Great for local businesses. Great for fans of Kansas. They're unfortunately the winners for me. TJ, who you got? Um, I'm going with the Eagles. I just thought coming off the bye and with Hurts being back, uh, I thought they performed extremely well. uh, And it made people remember that they're still one of the favorites to win it, you know? Remember the Giants. Dennis. Uh, I picked the 49ers because all of you had picked the other teams. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> hey, they're my winners for the week. <laughs> I thought, um, yeah, you were the only one who didn't predict them to win as well. So it was a nice surprise for you. Well, they double, double your losses or break even. <laughs> and Kevin went for the Bengals. Um, our winner of the week, uh, unfortunately, Dennis, was the Eagles. We got a winner. I said we got a winner. We got a winner. Dennis, you look angry. Yeah, when you said unfortunately, I thought you were going to say you won again. And. <laughs> Why would I deliver it like that? Unfortunately, you're a winner. Um, Sorry, Dennis. People are jealous of me when I'm on top. Well, maybe you'll get it for the loser of the week. Um, My loser of the week? Atlanta. Because they should have hosted the Bills game against the Chiefs. The locals were getting ready. The shops were getting all their merchandise. Airbnbs were booming. And then the Bengals decided to ruin everything. So poor old Atlanta, not hosting the championship game. Won't have a chance in a while as a Falcons fan, too, to see a championship game. So uh, they were my losers. Uh, TJ? Uh, I picked the Bills. Just a bit of a shit show. Um, Yeah, they thought after last year or whatever, they thought this was the year this was going to be the run, and it just didn't happen. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we suffered enough, TJ, without a Jets fan <laughs> insulting us? 
<laughs> well, the Jets have been in the loser category quite a lot this year. So. This is this isn't where we belong anymore. We've gone past <laughs> those phases. Um, well, actually, yeah. Look, we'll see. Uh, Dennis, who'd you got? Um, not necessarily the same as the winner by picking just the the other one. Um, but the Giants are my loser because I did say either last week or the week before that. They're not going to make it any further because they've got a draw on their record, and no one with a draw is going to become Super Bowl champions. That. You mentioned that. So, that's a very good point. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that. Um. Well, unfortunately, Dennis, the loser was the Buffalo Bills. Oh, brother! This guy <laughs> stinks. You're kind of uh, lined up quite nice with that as well. Mm. TJ, you're having a feckin' field day at the moment. Two for two. Um, now let's go to our wildest moment. I had the broken chain in the Giants game. That was a great way to start the game. The chain's broke. Which <laughs> yeah, is a marvel broke. of modern sports that we have to pause the game because somebody broke the chain for spotting the ball. With all that high-tech overlay lines and all that jazz, sometimes, you know, just... The chain breaks, apparently. Wait, the chain? You know where they have the, on the sidelines, the official have a chain that is 10 yards or whatever. Oh, yes. They use it for market. The chain broke. So they have to pause the game while they fix the chain. It came off their little shtick that they moved down. Poor maintenance. (laughs) You think they'd check that? Oh, somebody's getting slapped in maintenance for that. Mm -hmm. There's a a PM not done somewhere. TJ, who do you have? Um, oh, I had the Cowboys shenanigans from start mm-hmm. to finish. I mentioned the start going into it, um, but I didn't mention the end. So, obviously, there were fucking riots in Dallas after the game. Uh, fans so. booing Dak, burning fucking jerseys, putting their, ha- putting their hands through TVs, <laughs> throwing their TVs out windows. There's yeah, Dennis smashing everything like that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Jerry Jones coming out and saying, oh, yeah, they, they might move off Dak or like alluding to it and stuff like that. And just absolute fucking dramatic skip, cowboy skip fan. Bayless. Did you see his video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was brilliant. Oh, gosh. Great, actually. What a no. fucking Egypt. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, and Dave like Davishek said, that's a seventy-one-year-old man or whatever age. He is. Yeah, but I don't see people burning Daniel Jones's jerseys. I don't see people fucking burning Trevor Lawrence's have jerseys. Ever, have you ever like, seen anyone in their jerseys? If you want, I'll go burn his yeah. jerseys. Oh gosh, one pundit had it fucking perfectly. He's just like the Cowboys should be happy with what they got. Like they've they've won one playoff game. And they got to another playoff game. And it's like, stop being so upset that you didn't get this far. You haven't got this far at all over the last, like, recent history. Just be happy with what you have. That sounds like an indie song. Be happy with what you have. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We've got another clip from Janice there for later on. Uh, who'd you got for your wildest moment? Uh, wildest moment was Kittle's sweet ass catch. Um, mm. I saw it and I was like, "Oh, that that's a pretty good catch. I'll use that as my trap card this week." Very good. And that was it. Yeah. Kev, head on a look. It was it was a nice catch. Kev had Demar Hamlin attending the Bills game again after that. I suppose on field. Um, scary situation. He was back in the stands to attend the game. He said that was his kind of surprising wild story of the week. God, he's probably scooped that back now, hasn't he? What do you Guess mean? Where, as in, like using the the clickbait to win the vote. Bet but you. you want to know? There's a three-way tie here. Oh. And Kev's was the only one not involved in it. Really? So all oh. three of us tied. <laughs> Kev didn't get anything. So You triggered my trap card! Unfortunately, poor Kev's the only one who hasn't won any poll today, it seems. That means we're all winners. Yeah. Normally you don't like ties, though. <laughs> I think that was what he said last week. I thought I won. 
I haven't got a single one uh, wrong today. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going. Uh, look, we'll go into Kev's fact of the day. Uh, give me a few minutes to prepare my Kevin. Um, Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. That's <laughs> my impression of Kevin. Always the best. Uh, well, look, Kev got us a fact of the day. It's not a quiz, not a puzzle, not a some sort of mystery thing. It's just a fact. It is coming from courtesy of psychoboost123 on Reddit. I must give him some credit for this. But in the last five years of conference championship games, there have only been three defensive head coaches and 17 offensive head coaches. So this year, we have Kyle Shanahan, whose background is offense. Nick Sirianni, Offense. Zach Taylor was an offensive coordinator and Andy Reid, offensive coordinator. Is that not a bit mad? And he's with the way the philosophy of the game is going, I guess. It's easier then, for offensive players. Well, the good point was made that with how important the QBs are and how much I suppose offensive coordinators get given chances as head coaching jobs, that's why we're looking at some coaches who might not necessarily deserve the job. But they're getting it maybe just because they're offensive coordinator, like Hackett or Gase. So it's an interesting sure. tidbit. And hopefully it's one that Kevin can change in the future. Mm. Right. Will we say our goodbyes, guys? Look forward to championship games now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are we putting in our predictions for the next game? Oh, we did already. We, are, we wow. already did, Dennis. How much celebratory marijuana did you have? Uh, not enough. <laughs> Maybe that's why I keep dropping stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, uh, we'll leave it there, guys. Uh, God bless. Crystal bless. Yeah. Align your crystals, I think. Yeah, I love and, you. Uh, yeah. Enjoy gang, the championship. Gang. Foolproof football. What the heck? You like that? You like that?